Welcome to the Rehope Podcast. Before we dive into this week's message, we'd like to provide you with some helpful resources. If you'd like someone to pray for you, it would be our joy to connect with you. So please email us at prayer at rehope.co.uk. If you'd like to get connected with an online Bible read-through group from wherever you are in the world, you can email brt at rehope.co.uk and be a part of a small group of people reading through the Bible cover to cover each year. Finally, if you would like to support the work and ministry of Rehope financially, you can do so online at rehope.co.uk slash giving. We pray you find this message encouraging, enlightening, and helpful. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I hope that you're excited. All the Advent readings have been readed. All the candles have been lighted. Have you got a snack? Have you got a drink? Are you sitting down real comfy? Because I have got a story for you. The story of where love comes from. And right from the get-go, it's a really big surprise. Whoa! I must be dreaming. I can't believe my eyes. It's an angel appearing to an unsuspecting lady. With the unexpected news, you're going to get a baby. And Joseph's going to be a little confused. How can I put this? Mm, He'll think you broke the rules a bit. But Mary, listen, I'll explain everything. Don't worry, he'll be cool with it. And he did, and he was. That Joseph is a good lad. Because this is kind of crazy, right? Mary is the mum. And God is the dad. Ring, ring, hello? Oh, a message from Rome? Oh, they want to count us all. Oh, we have to go home. Are you kidding me on? A lassie's got a baby about to burst for her tum, and they have to walk a hundred miles to Bethlehem, where Joseph is from. And when they get there, yo, it is a total disaster. But it wasn't their fault. She's pregnant. They couldn't have gone any faster. But still, the whole town is bunged and there's nowhere to stay and behind every door that they knock there's someone else to say no room at the inn no room at the inn look at her she's a million months pregnant won't someone have pity are you telling me there's not one room in this entire city but no none Not one. So while everyone in Bethlehem is tucked up in bed, Mary and Joseph have to go sleep in a shed in the dirt. What must they have been thinking? Nah, this won't do, Mary. We can't stay here. This place is stinking. I'm going to go 
back to town, try again. There must be hope. I just need to find one nice lady or one decent bloke. Joseph, wait. Don't go. Joseph, my water's just broke. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, okay. Mary, it's going to be okay. And with all this going on, it would be easy to lose sight of the fact that this kid being born is actually good news. But that's not going to happen. Not with angels around. They're going to the shepherds outside the town on the hills with their sheep just like any other night. Until suddenly the whole sky explodes with the light of like a billion angels saying good news for everyone. A kid was just born. Good news. That kid is God's son. Good news. That kid is king. And we're here telling you. So get into that town and see that it's true. A more angels appearing to people down below. So the shepherd stopped by to say a quick hello to the wee man in his manger bed. And look, there he is, fair play. Just like the angels said. The shepherds went in, the shepherds went out, they went out on a mission. You will not believe who we met tonight, telling anyone who'd listen. And what the shepherds said blew a dude's little mind. But Mary kept these things in her heart and thought about them all the time. Like of all the lassies ever on earth, God chose her to be the one who'd be actual factual gods actual factual mum okay chill out let's just make one thing clear her newborn is in a manger so far she's not mum of the year and mary and joseph out in the cold all alone it's real talk time no one wanted her in their home but when she saw him in that manger and i bet that sight was strange she knew since she said yes god no matter what everything had changed when she saw him in that manger and he was the proof there to be seen That God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not die but will have eternal life. John 3, 16. And when she saw him in that manger, she'd know deep in her heart. God's love doesn't stay in a manger. No. This is only just the start when someone says i love you 
you can tell if it's true, not so much from what they say, but more from what they do. If their I love you and their actions match, you can tell their I love you is grounded in fact. Like, oh, I love you so much. Do you, I? Really? Because when you're on your phone, you act like you can't even hear me. <gasps> no, I love you so much. Well, so I've heard. So how come you always need to have the last word? Or, I love you so much. I know, you're the best. You made me that cuppa when I came home from work stressed. I love you so much. I know, and I was glad of that hug that you gave me when I came home from school sad. And with God's love for us, it's the exact same deal. From the things that God does, we know his love's real. So a little reminder of six words you can trust. God loves you. He really does. Plus, another reminder from earlier today. Here's what he did. God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only son. And one of the best parts. God has loved us right from the start. So, how to respond to the God who loved first? Deuteronomy tells us with chapter and verse, and to make a commitment, we say these words. And since we mean them, we make ourselves heard. And since we mean them, we give it some zing. Because according to Jesus, this is the most important thing. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, the width and the height, the breadth and the length of the Lord God's love for me and for you. And from what he does, we can see his love's true. Imagine being Jesus when it's heaven you're leaving. To wind up in a barn? I mean, psh, could you even? Yesterday was streets covered with gold. And today, a dirty shed. Out in the cold. But this is the way God's love is displayed. And he must love us a lot to make that trade. Jesus choosing to leave heaven for earth, knowing a stable would be the place of his birth, proves to us that his love is wild. One minute he's God, and the next... He's also a child. From what we remember with the bread and the cup, 
there was a lot more than heaven that Jesus had to give up. It wasn't always going to be mangers and angels up in the sky. Jesus chose to come here knowing that he'd die. Uh, Crixie, this is a little heavy, even if you say it in rhyme. Have you not got something chirpier to say at Christmas time? Well, sure, this is good. It's good. It's good news. It shows us just how much Jesus loves us and it means that there's a trade for us. Remember that thing that John wrote, and this is no word of a lie. We can have eternal life. We don't have to die. Well, okay, everyone dies, but it's only earth we leave to be alive forever with Jesus. If we just believe. Swapping heaven for earth, Jesus turns that upside down. We'll swap earth for heaven with its mansions and its crowns. Well, how does that work? Well, Jesus died. That is true. But remember that thing I mentioned earlier? That thing that Mary knew? God's love didn't stay in a manger and it didn't stay in a grave. When Jesus came back to life, he proved that he can save. God's love is power. It can make the difference forever. But it can also make a difference in what's left of December. And maybe you know someone who's at the end of their rope. Simple acts of love can bring a timely boost of hope or peace, even when peace makes no sense. Or joy, even when things feel intense. And maybe we can grant some Christmas wishes with simple little acts of love, like doing the dishes, or let me get you a cuppa, or saying thank you and please. Showing love doesn't cost anything. We can do it with ease. Now, I'm not always right, but as far as I'm aware, showing love is one of those things that's better when we share. God's love is power. It makes a difference. That's true. And how wonderful that God's love makes a difference through you. Jesus came once and he's coming again. This time as king and not as a win. And we look forward that future day will be great. And not for one second longer will we have to wait to join in with all those who have gone before us, lifting our voices for that heavenly chorus when he takes his great power and begins to reign. We'll shout, worthy is Jesus Christ, the lamb who was slain, for by his blood he has purchased us from every tongue and every tribe and every people and every nation. We look forward to that declaration. 
until that great day. As the final words in the Bible say, in the name of the Father, the Spirit and Son, may the grace of God be with everyone.